are doing good. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, God, yes. It is me in the house, y'all. What's up? Let me see. Am I on? Is this mic on? Yeah, I'm on. Wait. Oh, man. Did I just mess it up? Oh, no, I'm on. I'm on. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the show. My name is Lisa, and welcome to the Lisa Effect. I am usually here every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com, and I simulcast live on YouTube as well, same time. Uh, You can check out my old shows. Oh, gosh, I have quite a few. (laughs) You can check them out on blogtalk.com. Type in the least effect, A-F-F-E-C-T, and I will pop right up. And all of my shows can also be found on iTunes, Podcast Republic, where else? Stitcher Radio, uh, download the TuneIn app, and my show is there as well. So, oh, and I do have a blog. Uh, check that out, the least effect, at blogspot.com. Yeah, so anyway, I'm all over the place, and I'm on Twitter as well, so you can follow me on Twitter. Yeah, so I'm really not that fascinating on Twitter, but anyway, (laughs) I do my best. So I hope you all doing good. I am doing very good. Thank you for asking, even though I don't know if you did or not. But, yeah, thank you for asking. (laughs) Oh, God, hold on, you guys. Let me just make sure I'm on. Oh. Oh, God, now I'm doing another hangout. Oh, equally, man, so crazy. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, I think I am good. Let me just make sure. Oh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. All righty. Today's date is Thursday, June 21st, 2018. Hope you guys are doing well. Actually, I am doing great. I cannot complain. Not complain at all. I don't, what was the last time we guys spoke? Uh, we spoke when, was it last Thursday, right? Yeah, because, no, I know I didn't come on Monday. So, yeah, it had to have been. So, yeah, what has been going on with me? Hold on, you guys. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know how you know you're on, but you want to make sure. But anyway, <laughs> No, actually, I had a very good uh, weekend. Yeah, it was just this weekend. Um, What did I do? Oh, happy hour. Um, After work, uh, went to happy hour. And the cool thing is the people I work with, a lot of us come into work early. uh, So we get out of work, like, early afternoon. So we start happy hour, like, really early. I'm talking, like, before 4. (laughs) Yeah. So we started really early, and, uh, yeah, we had fun. Uh, Let's just say the people that showed up at happy hour, two people, one named Hennessy (laughs) and one named Remy. How's that? (laughs) I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time, and usually I don't uh, drink hard liquor, but these past couple happy hours, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, because, you know, uh, some of my coworkers are teaching me about alcohol, you know, the top shelf versus this and that. You know what I mean. They're making me a connoisseur, and I'm enjoying the lesson, okay? So, yeah, so after um, happy hour, a couple of us, we got kind of hungry, 
and I don't know, I guess we're, you know, you know a little too bougie uh, to eat the happy hour food. <laughs> uh, so we went to this other place uh, where we left Henny and Remy and traded them in for some Riesling wine, you know what I mean, and some mussels sauteed in garlic and onion, you know what I mean. Yeah, we got foo-foo after that. But, yeah, but um, I think I got home before 11. Yeah, so not bad. Then the next night, Saturday night, I went out uh, with one of my um, coworkers to this 80s club because you guys know I love the freaking 80s. So, yeah, I went with her to this um, 80s club. So that was cool. Uh, yeah, maybe feel nice and old. No, actually, it was some kind of uh, Depeche Mode thing, uh, you know. So, yeah, so most of the songs they played <clears throat> were Depeche Mode. Uh, and they also played, if you guys are familiar with the 80s, they also played some uh, Susie and the Banshees. Uh, who else did they play? Oh, God, they played tons of um, people. God, but, yeah, it was a lot. So, yeah. So, yeah, I had a good time. And then Sunday, all I did was rest. You know, that's basically all I did. Uh, did I go grocery shopping? Nah, I didn't even grocery shop on Sunday. I did that Monday. So, after that, yeah, I just rested. So, yeah, I had me a good old time. So I hope you guys did too. Oh, and guess what I did yesterday, you guys? I juiced uh, for the first time, you know, um, but in a good way because I think juice means something else, right? Like you're on steroids or something. No, no, no. I ain't never that. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, me and my uh, coworkers at work, we all did it at the And what we did was we got six different juices. And you don't eat, you know, and every two hours you drink the 16-ounce drink. And every juice is different. I've never juiced before, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to be hungry. I just can't drink liquids all day and not eat food. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, uh, no, that ain't happening. But you know what? I did not get hungry at all, not even up until 8 o'clock at night. I was stuck. For some reason, those juices, and it was a mixture, so it's not like you're drinking, I don't know, like the same juice all day. The first hour, you drink a juice that's mixed with, I don't know, like lemongrass and ginger. You know, you drink that. Then two hours later, you drink another one where it's mixed with some kind with like oranges and something else. Okay. Then the next two hours, it, you know what I mean? It just, everything, it's all different. Then the last drink is like a protein drink, almost like a protein shake. It was really thick and really good, and I think that makes you not be so hungry because, man, let me tell you, that, that one was so thick. It's like, ugh, I almost couldn't get through it. But, yeah, and for some reason, oh, and then, too, that we didn't have any accidents. You know what I mean? As, you know, all that juicing and stuff, you know how that might, you know, mess your stomach up, so to speak, might have to use the restroom. No, none of us had any problem in that department as far as being feeling too bloated, too stuff and nah, uh, uh. yeah so we had a good little time and what else uh let me see what else yeah that was it that was just yesterday and what am I going to do this weekend I don't know um I really don't have anything planned for the weekend so you know so yeah I don't think I'm going to do anything this weekend so what else you guys oh you know what song is in my iTunes library. Oh, for those of you who are, not, who are new to my show, yeah, I do talk like this and, you know, skip topics and get topics in and out. So, welcome. <laughs> welcome to my world. 
Yeah, so anyway, um, do you guys have you guys ever heard of that song by Reby Jackson back in the day called Centipede? And you remember that song? What is she talking about? She told me she be crawling like a centipede. She's tell she crawling like a centipede. What does that mean? I don't understand it. And I vaguely remember the video and it was like wasn't it like her eyes were lighting up? I I'll have to look it up. I don't understand what she was doing. <laughs> I don't know. And here it is over 30 years later. I still don't understand crawling like a centipede. I might have to play. Oh, man, too bad I don't have it queued up. Yeah. Yeah. It's about when the centipede is crawling. I'll be crawling. I mean, it's a good song. I love the song, but it's like I don't understand it. But anyway, yeah, I just I was just thinking about that because I was playing it at work. I'm like, what am I singing? Reba. Yeah, so anyway, what else is going on? I was going to do some news. I'm not going to, uh, really. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news. We have been on immigration, so I'm going to go ahead and touch on that. And we're going to touch on Miss Beyonce, see what's up with her, see what's going on with her. So, yeah, so that's it. I'm gonna. It's going to be a short show tonight, you know. So, yeah, because, you know, i got to take a shower and all that, get ready for work tomorrow and, you know, all that good stuff. But I will have to say I do like my job. I really do. I, oh, my God, I love the people I work with. From the manager to the supervisor, oh, you guys, I mean, oh, because, you know, my manager, she doesn't uh, bother us. You know what I mean? She lets us do whatever. I'm not going to say she lets us do whatever we want, but, I mean, we do our work, you know, and you know how a lot of places, if you do your work, they leave you alone, you know, and we always make sure we do our work. But, you know, we talk and have fun at the same time, you know, so, yes, yes, yes. So, anyway, enough about that. Let's go ahead and get started with the show. If you guys want to go ahead and call in, feel free. The number here is area code 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me. Now, my my chat room is open on YouTube, but it is not open on Blog Talk. I don't know. You're like, what, for the past two weeks it hasn't been um, opened on Blog Talk. So I don't know what's up with that. So sorry, you guys. Oh, here, hold on, you guys, real quick. Let me put something. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Oops, sorry. Oh, and by the way, I do touch on my show. <laughs> so maybe that was a good thing I just said that, right? It was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God, why do I keep uh, hitting all these different buttons? Okay, I know. Okay. Okay, why don't I do this? Uh-oh. Oh, God, what am I doing? Oh, God, I don't know. I'm trying to, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, God, I'm sitting up here messing with these emojis, and I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-mm. Delete, delete. Is this this? Oh, my God, what the hell am I doing? Sorry, you guys, I'm just. Oh, can I get rid of it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and get started. Yeah, like I just said, I do cuss on my show, and I do say the N-word from time to time. So I'm just letting you know. 
because when I talk about beyond, you know, yeah, there'll probably be some cussing, you know, not much, you know, so don't freak out, you know, but yeah, it'll be enough. It will be enough. God, I'm trying to get rid of this freaking thing right here. Is it this? No, I'm trying to get rid of this damn thing. Oh, well, I can't. So, anyway. All righty. I hope uh, I'm being heard in the chat. I'm not sure, but I think I am. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh, God, look, I'm cussing again. Wait. Hold on, you guys. Hold on. Gosh, I don't know what's wrong with me in this damn, um, whatchamacallit, YouTube. You know what? I'm going to leave it alone <laughs> uh, before I mess it up. Okay. So anyway, you guys, let's talk about this immigration. To be honest with you guys, I'm totally confused. Maybe you guys are not confused. I'm totally confused. I was understanding it at first, and now it's kind of like I don't understand anything. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, Yeah, what's going on? I don't understand it. It's kind of like, and there seems like there's 10 to 15 different stories about immigration going on. All I know is there was some kind of law or something where um, parents were being separated from their children. Okay, and uh, Trump was saying this needs to be done because uh, you have a lot of uh, gang members, uh, coyotes, uh, coyotes meaning, you know, they smuggle people, uh, using children as pawns to get into this country illegally. So that's why Trump is like, oh, uh-uh, we've got to separate the children, you know, from the adults. We need to sort this out, see what's going on. Okay, fine, but uh, it's not like they come here with ID and birth certificates. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? It's not like, you know what I mean? It's not like, you know, they have their purse and, you know, hi, my name is Lisa Effect, and, yes, that's my son and daughter, Mike Effect, and April Effect. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, no, they're coming like with nothing. You know, so it's like, how are you ever going to reunite these to whoever? I have no idea. And right now we have over 2,000 children being housed literally all over the United States. It's like they're scattered. They're all over the United States. Some are in Texas. Some are here. Some are there. And they're all different ages, you know. I think they're um, housing the ones that are under the age of 18. I mean, you got babies, you got toddlers, you know, you got 11, 12-year-olds, you got 13-year-olds. I mean, they're they're all scattered there, and they're in these little, I guess, detention, what, camps? What do you even call them? I don't even know what you call them. It's just so weird. I don't know. It's just so strange, man. I don't get it. But, yeah, and what's going to happen to them? I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to happen. It's just a mess. It's like, and this has been going on for quite some time. I don't know. Oh, and also, too, um, uh, the people that are coming in, they're mostly coming in from Honduras and El Salvador. Um, and uh, and what's interesting is I had read, um, no, I didn't read it. It was on, uh, I don't know, one of the news channels. 
they were saying some of the people, they don't speak English or Spanish. And it's like, okay, so what language do they speak? They speak a Mayan dialect. It's like, okay, so that's going to complicate issues because it's like, okay, you're at the border with the United States, but no one can communicate with you through English or Spanish. You speak Mayan. So it's like, hey, anybody here speaks Mayan? It's like, what? That's still around? You don't understand what I mean? So that's even a harder dilemma. It's like, damn. It's like, so what do you, in all honesty, you know, no joke. What do you do when you have people that are crossed over to the border and they speak Mayan? I mean, do you, do you call a museum? Who do you call? I mean, because that's a very rare dialect. You know what I mean? Very interesting. So that's like, damn, man. Yeah, so I don't know. Oof. Wow. Can you imagine speaking Mayan? And you have no identification. Mm, mm, mm. And you're uh, thrown in the detention center. It's like, damn, you know. And some people feel it's uh, inhumane. You know, I don't know if you've seen the video. You have children crying. They're crying for their mom, you know. Because, you know, they're like five or six years old and they're so used to having, you know, their parents around. And now they they don't have their parents around. So they're like, well, damn, where are they, you know? It's like, oosh, you know? It is really something. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, actually, there's 2,300 children that was taken from their parents. It's like, oosh. Yeah, so I don't even know if they have ID on them. I I doubt it. It's like, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I really, mm, yeah, I don't get it. And Trump, at first, he his attitude was like, because, you know, people are saying, you need to fix this, and you need to fix this now. And he's like, well, um, this, this issue is bigger than children in a, a detention camp. It's bigger than that. We... You know, Republicans and the Democrats, we need to sit down and look at the bigger picture. Democrats are like, okay, that's fine and good, but uh, we got 2,300 kids right now that we have no idea where their parents are. Why don't we kind of try to figure that out first, and then we'll get to the table and discuss the immigration and all that. And he's like, well, no, we need a major overhaul. So it's this disconnect. You know what I mean? People, some people are thinking of it on an emotional level, and Trump is kind of really not really thinking on it as on an emotional level. You know, he's like, hey, you know, it is what it is. Um, I call it shit. Hey, I'm sorry. I forgot her name. The one that she's over Homeland Security. You know, that's her new job, over Homeland Security. And she kind of feels the same way like Trump, like, hey. It is what it is. Don't blame us. You know, the parents were the ones that, you know, decided to try to come over here, you know, and it didn't work out. So, hey, what are we supposed to do about it? So, yeah, so it's a trip, man. I tell you, it's like, damn. Let me see. Where's my, um? sorry, you guys. What? What am I saying? Oh, God, this whole chat room thing is all messed up. Sorry, you guys. What? Oh, my God. I'm so ridiculous. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, 
with um, YouTube. Let me just leave YouTube alone. But, yeah, y'all, so, um, yeah, so, like I said, uh, and Trump, even with all the children and everything like that, you know, and they're trying to explain to him, uh, you know, this is kind of a serious issue here, you know, and his attitude is like, hey, you know, I understand it's a serious issue, but, you know, we really need to hammer this out. You know, he's trying to say we need to hammer it out in the long term. But it's like we ain't got time right now for that. We ain't got time, you know. So, eh, I don't know, y'all. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, Trump, he kind of backtracked a little bit uh, because, you know, he signed that executive order like, okay, we're going to uh, – the parents can keep their kids, okay? You know, it was kind of like, okay. But then what does that have to do with the 2,300 that are not with their kids right now? You know what I'm saying? It's like, so what are we going to do about that, you know? So I, it's just a hot-ass mess, man. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's a hot mess. I have no idea what's going to be done. I really don't. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I mean, and then they said some kids, um, some of them, have been shipped to New York and some have been shipped to Texas. And people are like, why New York and Texas? Nobody knows. It's just, man, this is crazy. Oh, and guess what? Um, this one lady was interviewed and um, she was saying the reason why she's trying to come into this country is because in El Salvador, uh, the gangs are really rough, you know, and it's getting really brutal. And she's trying to protect her children, you know, from becoming gang members, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But unfortunately, the problem is this. Okay, check it out. She's fleeing, trying to flee gang members, right? Little does she know if she settles in this country, where do you think they're going to place her at? You know, out here in California, what, they gonna, you think they're going to place her in Brentwood, Beverly Hills? No, uh-uh. You know damn well they're going to sit up here and try to place her right in South Central Los Angeles. I mean, come on, let's keep it real, right, where they'll probably try to place her. And it's like, no, man, that's not, eh. you know, so it's kind of like she's running from something, and she doesn't realize she might be right back in it again, only in a different country that she's unfamiliar with. It's like, damn, you know. So I don't know, y'all. I honestly don't know what's going to, uh, yeah, I honestly don't know what's going to go on, you know. I don't even know. Is there even a solution? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't even think. What what solution can there be? What What's the solution? Damn, I can't think of nothing, y'all. Mm-mm. Not at all. It's like. Damn, man, it's like it got too, what's the word for it? It's just too jacked up. It's just too messed up. I don't know what can be done at this point. I honest to God, it's just, it's jacked, man. It's just effed up. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, and then you got people, it's kind of like, how can I say it? Oh, oh, and then all these people acting like they feel sorry for the children. You know, these rich people. Oh, this is a travesty. Well, you know what? Why don't you help? 
why don't you bring some of them in your house since you care so much? This is what I hate. You know, they never think about these children or anything until something tragic like this happens. Then all of a sudden, all these rich people, oh, this is a travesty, yeah. Uh-huh, then why don't you take some of them in your home? How's that? Get on my nerves with that, trying to act like you care. Please, we know what, please, you know you don't care. Stop it. Please. Mm-mm. Yeah, y'all, so that is just, oof. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, so anyway, like I said, the president signed the executive order, but I don't know how this is going to change. And then you also have people that are saying that um, uh, immigration, you know, and in this case we're talking illegal immigration, it does help the economy, you know, because they're saying that um, our unemployment rate is low, you know, they help strengthen the economy and everything like that, which – is kind of contradicting what some black men say, right? Because, you know, some black men say uh, they're unemployed because they can't find jobs and everything like that. Well, but then at the same time, uh, you have these immigrants, they're able to find work. So there's a disconnect. You understand what I'm saying? So what's going on here? So, uh, you know, that's what confuses me. Either... They're not a burden, or they are a burden, or or these black guys lying. You know what I mean. What what's the situation? Because we know year after year after year, uh, black men are the ones that get hit hard by uh, the unemployment rate. Even when the economy is doing good, black men are still, you know, the ones that are most likely to be unemployed. So I don't know if when you factor in illegal immigration, I don't know if that hurts them or it doesn't matter. I, you know, I have no idea. So, yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah, so we'll have to see about that. That is something else, you guys. Yeah, so anyway, we'll see. And then what? What, Melania Trump, I'm looking at it right now. She wore a jacket that says, I really don't care. Do you? What does that mean? Now it's the talk of the town. What does she mean by that? What is she doing? Hell, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. All this old weird stuff, man. It's like, what are they talking about? I have no clue. But, yeah, so I don't know. Like I said, I'm. maybe you guys are a little more savvy about this. I'm not. I have no idea what's going on. It's like, uh, maybe that's what I'll do this weekend and try to dissect it because I can't. I don't. I'm lost. Okay, it lost me. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, let's talk about Queen B, Beyonce. Oh, guess what I'm going to do? I do like this song. So let me play her new song again because uh, I want to see my chat room. I'm not uh, on YouTube because i got all this stuff going on, so I don't know if it's open or closed or what's going on. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, play that song again since I love it. And, uh, yeah, give me some strength. I'm a little parched. And uh, then we'll get back and we'll talk about Beyonce. So I'm going to play Homegirl again, and I will be back in less than five minutes. All right. All right. Sorry, YouTube guys. You may hear a little bit of uh, nothing. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm trying to see if my chat room is open or not. So, anyway, here's Queen B, and I'll be back. (laughs) 
talk about homegirl hair. Now, I'm going to break it down. I'm not going to break it down too much, but I'm going to break it down enough. You know, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but here's how, okay, here's how everything went down last week, right? Last Thursday, Nas, you guys know the rapper Nas, right? You all know him. Last Thursday, his fans were excited because his much-anticipated album, Nazir. Did I say that right? Probably not. Nazir, Nazir, oh, my God. Anyway, his much-anticipated album was going to drop in 24 hours. And not only that, it was produced by Kanye West. So, you know, everybody's like, God, what are they going to do together? You know, like excited hype. And a listening party was held also on Thursday, and it was streamed live on YouTube, you know, to get you hyped up, like, come on, y'all, you know, the album drops tomorrow. You know, we're going to give you a little listen on YouTube, you know, a live screening part, listening party. So it's like, how cool. So Friday comes, right? Everybody's happy, right? All Nas's fans. Everybody's high, woo woo, you know. Well, y'all, happiness didn't last too long. <laughs> it actually only lasted all of one day. Why? Well, that's because the next day, uh, the Carters, yes, Beyonce and Jay Z, uh, released a surprise seven-track album along with a music video for the title song called Eight Shit. It's like. Oh, okay. And the media was absolutely stunned, okay, because they didn't promote it. They didn't announce it. Here's a song and a video. It's like, what? So in less than a day, it's kind of like, okay, no one is really talking about Kanye or Nas anymore. Well, you know, I take that back. Unless you're a real hardcore fan of Nas, you know, and Kanye West, you're still, you know what I mean, but come on. Of when Beyonce and Jay Z, it's a wrap. It's over. It's like, damn, that didn't last long, right? It's like, dang. And uh, who releases albums on Saturday, right? Who does that? I, hey, I don't know. And I think too, um, the album, releasing the album, also silenced uh, their critics, okay? Because some felt like, you know, they're Going to go on tour, you know, pretty soon, right? No, they're actually already on tour, aren't they? Yeah. And some people are like, oh, why are they on tour? They haven't even released any new music. Da, 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 da. Boom, there you go in your face, released on Saturday. Now what? And it's like, oh, okay, now I see. It's like, yeah, whatever. It's like the Carters, it seems like they released it on their own terms. Uh, because like I said, no one releases anything on a Saturday. Uh, was this done on purpose? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Jay-Z has had some issues with both Nas and Kanye. So to drop an album the day after Nas, uh, it's either a big coincidence or a big payback. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, gosh. And at first the album was released on title um, only. And then, you know, it was released in wide release. So that kind of even made it more like, you know what I mean? It made it even more um, hype, you know what I mean? Because at first you could only get it on title. And then now it's, you know, oh, I need to get it. So, you know, all this hype, it's like, wow. And the way I found out about all of it, I woke up on a Sunday, and I don't know what I was doing, and I just went on YouTube, 
And um, it says, new music. And I'm by the Carters. I'm like, what? What do you mean new music? I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear an announcement or anything like that. And I'm like, damn. It's like, what a trip. I was like, what? So I watched the video, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. So we're going to talk about it, okay? So let's talk about the song. First of all, the song was produced by Beyonce, Jay-Z, and Pharrell. I'm like, what? So Pharrell had a hand in this? Okay, I'm feeling you. Okay. And the song was written by Beyonce, Jay-Z, Pharrell, Quavo, and Offset. You know those two guys from the group, the Mingos. And the song, I guess, would fall into the category of trap music. Trap music is a genre of music that was created in the South. It's kind of hard to explain. I'm not a musician. So look it up. Okay, that's all I can tell you. Look it up. And uh, there's so many different elements going on in this song. Oh, and Beyonce raps in this song, by the way. And I'm like, what? Which is surprising. You know, it's like, what? All of a sudden she starts rapping. I'm like, oh. And honey, homegirl, she can rap. You know, as young people say, she has bars. <laughs> she, yeah, she can really rap. So I'm like, wow, okay, okay. And to be honest with you, I never really paid attention to the Migos. Uh, but after listening to the song, uh, you know what? I think I need to become more familiar uh, with their music because Offset and Quavo, damn, they did an excellent job with this song. I'm like, what? Uh, most reaction to the song has been positive, okay, for the most part. However, some feel Beyonce is too old <laughs> to be singing trap music. Because, you know, Beyonce, she is 36 years old, you know, which to me is not old. But, you know, some people feel she's too old to be singing like that. So, and some people like, oh, I miss the old Beyonce. Halo. Oh, I miss that. You know what I mean? In my opinion, she has elevated the trap music scene. I'm sorry. She has elevated it and took it to the next level. Thing she does, she takes it to the next level, okay? So she's got epic status, okay? And, oh, my God, young people are going absolutely insane over this song, Cause, uh, especially when Beyonce raps, because what I've been doing is on YouTube, um, you know, people are watching the video for the first time, so you get to see their live reaction to the song. They're pausing the video. They're like, did she just say that? Did she just do that? I mean, people are going absolutely insane. It's like, oh, my God. And um, and a lot of people, like I said, especially when Beyonce starts rapping, they're like, what? And to be honest with you, I know people are like, oh, where's the old Beyonce and all this stuff. Let me tell you something. I feel as musicians get older, they start experimenting with different little beats and new things. You understand what I mean? Doing duos with different people. Remember, I don't, well, I don't know how old you guys are, but uh, back in the 80s, uh, you had George Michael do a duet with Aretha Franklin. You understand what I mean? And, of course, you have, um, back in the day, Run DMC, what, doing a song. With, um, oh, God, I always know their name. How come I don't know their damn name? Steven Tyler. Aerosmith, yes. (laughs) Yeah, he did with Aerosmith. So it's kind of like, okay, 
You know, so it's nothing new, all this experimentation. David Bowie, perfect example. Love me some David Bowie. He, none of his albums are the same. And if you're a David Bowie fan like I am, you know exactly what I'm talking about. None of his albums uh, were ever the same. And whenever David Bowie dropped something new, you never knew what it was going to sound like. No, you never knew. So yeah, even hell, Marvin Gaye, the Marvin Gaye of the 1960s was totally different than the Marvin Gaye from the 1970s, right? You know, in the 60s, you know, he was doing duets with Tammy Terrell, right? Remember? And remember he was singing those old songs, um, you know, heard it through the grapevine, ain't that peculiar? Then the next thing you know, the 70s roll around and he's all, Mercy, mercy me, he, right? It's like, what? You know, and he's all, let's get it on. Hey, you know, it's like, wait, is this the same Marvin Gaye? He didn't even look the same, right? You know, let his little beard grow out and everything like that. You know, people switch up. Share. Share has always been innovative, always changing, always wearing these big theatrical costume. She's always reinventing herself. Madonna. Madonna has made a whole history of doing that. She's always experimenting. She's never the same. Oh, and of course, last but not least, Michael Jackson. Come on, man. So all this stuff, I miss the old Beyonce. Well, she's gone. How's that? Okay? And we don't know if she's coming back. She might not come back. So either, I don't know, Either you get on board or you're not, okay? You know, you might have to sit out, you know, this album, the next one, you know, if you're waiting for her to come back. Don't worry. She hasn't left. She just, you know, she's just doing her things right now, you know? And unfortunately, black people, uh, and I'm black, by the way, we tend to put an age limit on certain things, which sometimes can be unfortunate. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like just like with rap music. You know, we always say, hey, rap music, that's a young man's game, right? After a certain age, you should stop rapping, period. So that's why some people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's rapping. She's 36. Oh, my God, her husband is still rapping. He's almost 50. Hey, if he still can drop those bars, who cares? Okay, so, so should Public Enemy stop touring now? I mean, come on. How old is Chuck D? Chuck D is already in his 50s. So you're saying, what, a farewell tour? That's what Public Enemy should do? What What are you saying about Big Daddy Kane? I mean, this is, come on, you know? What do you mean? I mean, I understand, you know, somebody trying to start off and rap at the age of 40. You know, this is my ambition in life. I understand that, but I, I don't know about putting age limits on certain things. Hell, look at the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones are still singing the same old songs they were singing when they were young, right? They still singing, time, right, is on my side, right? They still singing that. They have been singing that since before I was even on this earth, okay? They still singing, paint it black. What else are they still singing? Y'all know, come on. They still singing all that old school stuff. They singing songs from over 50 years ago. And do you hear anybody saying, oh, why don't they sit down? No, they ain't saying sit down. They're like, keep it, keep it going. We love this. We love it. Shoot, they singing all that old stuff, right? What's some old other uh, Rolling Stone songs? Um, oh, God. Oh, hey, you, the my crowd. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that song. Because choose the crowd. Oh, 
my class. Hey. Yeah, I remember I got into the Rolling Stones, I guess in the 80s or late 70s. You know, when I was a kid, that's in the late 70s, you know, they was having some hits, you know, like Start Me Up. You guys remember that? Start Me Up. I ain't singing it anyway. And that other song, I'm just waiting on a friend. Ooh, but you know what song I like? Emotional Rescue. Ooh, yes, honey. Anyway, <laughs> and actually at that particular time, too, that's when The Who, uh, you know, was uh, coming out with some new music, you know. And Pete Townsend, remember, he uh, came out with a solo album. Oh, I love that song. Ooh, I need to download it. I need to buy that tonight. Remember that song, You Better, You Better, You Bet? Hey. Oh, God, I got to remember that. Oh, I love that song. And I say, I need to you sing, you better, you better, you better, you better. Anyway, honey, these people are still on tour and all of that, so come on. Let Jay-Z and Beyonce do their thing, okay? It's like, give me a break here. It's like, God. Then some feel uh, that Jay-Z is influencing Beyonce for the worse. It really, it's like, well, hmm, as far as influence go, oh, that is her husband, Okay. <laughs> And he is, like, 12 years older than her. So I'm pretty sure he throws in his two cents from time to time. I mean, they're both in the same industry. I mean, come on, right? Uh, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with listening to your husband, you know, seeing what he's talking about? I mean, hell, you know, he was successful, right? I mean, he's successful. You know, even before they met each other, he was successful. So, you know, and like I say, he's older, you know, so, well, you know. How come she can't hear what he got to say? You know, it ain't like he didn't fell off, you know. What's wrong with that? I don't think it's for the worst. And some people are like, oh, he wouldn't even be relevant if it wasn't for Beyonce. Okay. And so, I mean, you know, it's like, all right, you know, I don't know about that. But okay, whatever, you know. And as far as him being a bad influence, well, it seems like every uh, song he's on with her, it seems like it turns into a number one hit. Uh, let me, let's see, let's go back. Uh, one of my favorite Beyonce tunes. Got me looking so crazy right now. Uh, wasn't Jay-Z on that number one song? Yes. And, uh, what's the other song? Cause we be all night. Yes. Drunk in love. Hey. After my war hall. Oh God, I love it. Oh, I love his rhyme on that song. Drunk in love. Oh man. He should take anime. Oh, God, that was a number one hit. Oh, and this one right here, people are going insane over this song. So, I mean, eh, I don't know. Shit, I, I don't know. And, hell, let's be honest, she's doing better than Tiny, right? <clears throat> but then again, that ain't saying much, you know, because T.I. is acting like a fool. I mean, right? Look, T.I. is sitting up here always acting a fool. He always be acting up every once in a while, right? There's all, remember what this week he's talking about, mar- maybe marriage isn't a good thing. You know, it's like, what? And then that video came out of him slapping this chick on the butt, and she sits next to him, and he's sitting up here all hugged up with her. It's his girl. You know, and this is a married man with how many kids? Six, seven kids? It's like, man, come on. It's like, ugh, you know? And this chick, I think she's an actress, right? Yeah. So everybody's like, what's up with that, you know? So meanwhile, while Tiny and T.I. are busy going through their thing, they ain't making no music together. You understand what I mean? It's like, and while they arguing and fussing with each other, guess what? The Carters are dropping albums, okay? 
So it's like whatever, you know. And I understand people are still mad at Jay-Z for cheating on Beyonce. I'm mad as hell, too. It's like, are you kidding me? You know, but I think I think we elevated Beyonce above us. You know what I mean? I think some people have elevated her over their coworkers. What I mean is we've all run into a, a coworker or um, one of our relatives or something like that you know, that's been cheated on or whatever, you know, but for some reason now that it's, oh, no, it can't be, you know, not her, you know, so I think, you know, I don't know. And then we're like, oh, Beyonce, she's just like every other woman. I was like, whatever. I mean, come on, you know. Like, give me a break, you know. It's like, God. You know, Jay-Z is her man, okay. She's going to stay with him. So it's kind of like, and this, if you – uh, listen to the song, and if you watch the video, she ride, they ride or die. You know, she's ride or die with Jay-Z, so it's either like you get on the bus or you get the F off, basically. That's why the album is released by the Carters, okay? Not Jay-Z and Beyonce, the Carters, they're kings, all right? So there it is, you know? It's like, wow. And some people, if you listen to the song, some people feel the lyrics, oh, acting so arrogant, you know? you know, talking about their wealth and stuff and their fame. It's like, uh, no, because during the song she sings, you know, I can't believe we made it. This is what we are thankful for. You know, oh, and Jay-Z makes a reference to the Grammys. What? Because remember, remember that year when Beyonce lost in every category, if I'm not mistaken, for her album Lemonade, remember? Adele beat her out, and everybody was like, what the F? And remember, even Adele was in there. Like, damn, you know, my album definitely isn't better than Lemonade because Lemonade was more than an album. It was almost like, what would you call it? Like a movement or something, right? It was like, it was epic, you know? So anyway, and then Jay-Z raps about the NFL, uh, talking about um, what I none of us knew was that they wanted him to uh, do the halftime show. And he goes, uh, no. You need me more than I need you. I'm like, damn, Jay-Z. So it's like, oh, and then he makes a reference to uh, a rapper, Chief Keith. Young people on YouTube went crazy over that. Oh, my God, I can't believe he mentioned Chief Keith. I mean, people, <laughs> you know, because he's doing all these little shout-outs, and some people are saying they're also taking digs that, uh, you know, I don't know, Kim Kardashian, um, you know, Kanye, who knows? They're just saying they can dig the different people. I have no idea. But I'm just like, oh, my God. Then talk about she making money fast, fast like a Lambo. Oh, God, I love, y'all, I love it. I don't know if I'm living my youth through Beyonce and I'm immature. You can call me whatever you want. I'm loving it. And it doesn't just seem like Beyonce's having fun, right? When I watched the video, it seemed like she is having the time of her life, okay? She is having a lot of fun, you know? I, I don't know. It's like, man, oh, and the the music video, oh, for the song. Oh, my God, it was directed. Oh, God, I can't pronounce his last name. So sorry. It was directed by Ricky. I'll uh, spell his last name, S-A-I-Z. And it was produced by... Natan, oh, God, I can't pronounce his last name, Scottenfeld. And, of course, it was filmed at the Louvre in Paris, 
and uh, the video was recorded in May. Familiar with the Louvre? The Louvre is uh, a museum, you know, in France, and it was created back in the 17th century, you guys, and it is actually one of the largest museums in the world. In the world, you guys. And some people in media are like, well, how did they uh, get permission for this? It's like, okay. Uh, you know, they act like, oh, you know, it's like, well, first of all, wasn't that movie, what's that Tom Hanks movie, The Da Vinci Code? I mean, weren't they all in the Louvre and all that? How come Beyonce and Jay-Z can't be doing that, okay? Yes, we know usually music videos are not done in the Louvre, okay? That's why this is epic, okay? <laughs> oh, God, I love it. I'm sorry. Oh, and let me give you a little history about uh, me and Beyonce. Uh you know, first off, uh, like I stated before, Destiny's Child, to me, they're okay. You know, I'm going to be honest, I really didn't pay that much attention to them. I'm sorry. I mean, I was like, oh, okay, you know, they're song Survivor. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good, whatever, you know. And uh, pay my bills. I'm like, that's cute, you know. And I did like the song Bootylicious. I was like, oh, that's catchy. And what's the other one? Uh, Can you keep up? Hey, make me lose my breath. Hey, I was like, oh, that's catchy. But, you know, I didn't pay that much attention to them. Man, then the next thing you know, when Beyonce went solo, you know, that was big news. Like, what? Beyonce's going to actually leave Destiny's Child? Man, she, when she went solo and put out that song, Crazy in Love, I lost it, y'all. I was like, oh, my God, I think I want to be Beyonce. Have, do you guys remember that video? Oh, my God, she was better. In my opinion, she was better than a supermodel. Short, high heels on, and she was dancing and stuff. I'm like, this is, I love it. And then when Jay-Z comes in with the rap, oh, oh my God. Yeah, so I love, I'm just, ever since then, I've just, you know, and then, then, um, what's in the, oh, when she did video phone, oh, God. I love that song, Video Phone, and what else, you know? Just, you know, quite a few things. And then I didn't realize um, how smart she was as a business person, you know, because at first I was like, well, you know, Beyonce, she's just an entertainer, you know, and eh, but you know what? Uh, no, she's a little more than an entertainer, you know. She's very smart with business, and she is a perfectionist. Have you guys, oh, God, you got to check it out on YouTube. It is funny as hell. Where she's on stage, right? She's singing. But the light's messed up, right? But you know her. She keeps singing anyway. Guess what she said while she's singing? She goes, wife, someone's getting fired. I was like, what? Because I heard you think that's part of the lyrics of the song. No. She was talking about how the lights were messed up. She noticed it while she was stage at a concert. And she like, somebody going to get fired after this. I'm like, who does that? You know, the only other person that has done that was James Brown. Remember I told you guys a few shows back where sometimes James Brown would be performing live. And he would do a count of five, ten, you know, and you think he's just counting off for the band. No, no, no. He was counting out how much money he was deducting because he could hear someone in the band messing up. Now, someone like us, we didn't hear it, you know what I mean? But James Brown was a perfectionist. He heard it. So when he was like five, ten, he was counting off, yeah, that's five, ten dollars. 
and it's going to keep getting higher and higher because you keep effing up while I'm in the middle of a performance. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to say, um, at first I thought Beyonce was, eh, she was all right, you know what I mean? But I see now, like, well, you know, we're dealing with something a little different here. <laughs> oh, God. And, yeah, so people are like, God, how did they get access to the Louvre? Well, it's not like Daisy and Beyonce came off the street. I mean, damn, what you mean, you know? Oh, my God, and I'm so glad they danced and rapped all over that mother ass. I was like, yes, yes, bring that black all up in that Louise. Now, the dancing and stuff in the video, it's not like heavy dancing. You know what I mean? It's very subdued. You know what I mean? But it's there. I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. Oh, and what? And for some reason, my fav- one of my favorite parts is, um, you know, she's wearing her little little leotard thing, and she is dancing right in front of that statue, Venus de Milo. Venus de Milo is behind her, okay? And Beyonce is in front of the statue, dancing, like, I don't give a fuck. This is Venus. I don't give a fuck. Like, oh, God, I love, oh, I absolutely went insane. I was like, what the heck? Oh, and then they're standing in front of the Sphinx. What is that? The Sphinx of Tannis? Oh, my God. I just love that. I was like, what? We won't even talk about the whole line of black chicks lined up in front of that large, epic painting of Napoleon, the coronation of Napoleon. I lost my damn mind. And I know Napoleon was rolling in his grave, and I loved every minute of it. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And then when Beyonce, she was in front of, oh, God, what's what's the statue, y'all? Is it the Nike statue? You know what I mean in Greek mythology. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, and she's just laying on the steps like, like whatever. You know, it's like, girl, this is like, you know, this is the lube. You know, she was all like, whatever, give me my check. <laughs> I don't know why it just made me, I just love, I just love, like, she was just so comfortable. You know, with all these uh, famous works of art from centuries ago, it's like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? She all, give me my check. Put respect on my check. I was like, this is insane. I'm going crazy. I was like, she is crazy. And I loved every mother effing minute of the craziness. I really did. Yeah, so you guys might not enjoy the video as much as I did, but... When you kind of uh, listen to the lyrics and you watch the video, it's like, what? It's like, it is like a work of art. It really is. And I think even if you're not a Beyonce fan, you still got to appreciate it, you know? I know this one young chick, she was watching the video with her mom. And her mom was like, she all right, I guess. It's like, I guess. What you mean you guess? You know. I was like, uh-uh. And I'm a mom, too, but this mom right here, she's kind of old acting. She looks old. God forgive me. But you know what I mean. It's like, girl, I didn't think you'd like it anyway. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm not saying just because you don't like Beyonce that you're old or whatever. But, you know, with this particular lady, it's like, girl, you don't get it. I understand. You don't get it. You know. But, yeah, even though, you know, I'm, you know. I'm in my 40s, you know, like Jay-Z. I still am, you know, pretty hip, 
what's up? You know, I know trap music. What's up? You know, and I'll have to look at it, uh, delve into it a little further, honey. But, oh, God, yeah. Uh, for me, for someone who didn't start off as a Beyonce fan, like I said, she is like, in my opinion, she's elevating her game. That's in my opinion. And she's kind of filling the streets. You understand what I'm saying? Even though she's 36, to me, that's not old. But uh, she still has her ear to the street. You understand what I'm saying? She knows what the public wants, and she gave it to them. I'm like, what? And when you're 36 years old, like I keep saying, that's not old, but in the music business, you understand what I mean. It kind of is. And when you've got 20-year-olds like, what? You know, screaming for you and stuff? And you just had twins? <laughs> I don't know, y'all. It was epic to me. Oh, my. And I, I'm at work. I can't stop listening to this mother effing song, you guys. I, I just can't stop listening to it. And I thought, because, you know, at first I seen the video, and I'm like, well, probably it's not going to sound good without the video. Oh, yes, it does. I'm like, oh, man, I need to go to a nightclub. I just want to dance to that song. I'm like. Home girl, I'm sorry, she dropped it, y'all. She really broke it down. I'm like, girl. Yeah, I think I might have to see her at concert, y'all. I'm going to have to give Beyonce those coins. <laughs> I'm going to have to give home girl those coins, okay? I'm going to I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm going to have to go in that savings account, you know? Yeah, well, you know, well, I ain't going to spend all that money, but you know what I mean. It's like, whoa, Beyonce, man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, so anyway, that's all I have to say on the situation, you guys. But, uh, yeah, she floored me. I thought with Nation and that video, I thought she couldn't top that. I mean, come on, seriously, how can you top the video formation and the song? But look what she did. I mean, I'm like, oh, my God, this is. I can't believe we made it. <laughs> oh, and the end of the video, I'm not going to tell you the end of the video. It's like, I'm done. Drop the mic. I'm done. I lost, I'm so, I lost my mother effing mind. I really did. And like I said, it looks like Beyonce didn't lost her mind. <laughs> oh, God, she's doing, she's just doing whatever she wants. Y'all can get on board. If not, whatever, you know. Okay, anyway, you guys, let me go because I'm repeating myself. Oh, God, this has been too much, you guys. Hey, sorry, you guys, if you were looking for some news. I apologize. You know, no news today. You know, but I did want to, you know, touch on the immigration issue. Well, it's actually becoming an immigration nightmare, and uh, hopefully this will get resolved. I don't know how, to be honest with you. Honest to God, uh, I really don't know how it's going to get solved. But, you know, we'll see what our president is uh, going to do about that. You know, in the meantime, you know, we got the whole Beyonce thing going on. And like I said, it looks like she continues to rule the throne. I don't, Beyonce literally has no competition. None. I mean, and now she's rapping too. It's like, oh, seriously? So you're a rapper too. You're a dancer, you're a rapper, you're a mom, you're a wife. You're, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely amazing. And she's black. See, that's what, I don't know. I think that's another thing, too, because, you know, with that video and that song formation, it was just so black, right? It was, like, really black. She's like, I'm going to put it out. Either you rock with it or not. I'm not changing anything. 
her Super Bowl performance was very black. This very black, and I know some people are like, well, she's just doing it just to be popular. Ah, to be honest with you, when you really want to be popular, you go mainstream. I mean, she is mainstream, but you understand what I'm saying. You know, when she really wanted to be popular, she wouldn't have did a video like Formation, you know, and she wouldn't have did a Super Bowl performance like she did. Because you have to understand, in this country, black people make up only a small part of the population. Plus, we don't have a lot of power. So I don't think she did that Super Bowl performance to please us. I think she's like, hey, this is how I'm feeling right now. It is what it is. So anyway, I'm enjoying this Beyonce ride. She acting a fool. I love it. And it looks like a lot of young people love it as well. So anyway, I'm going to go, you guys. Uh, Sorry for the little short show and, you know, only two topics and everything. But, hey. It is what it is, so thank you guys for listening. As always, I appreciate you listening. Because like I said, there are tons of um, uh, tons of competition I have out there. Like I say, you got even super famous celebrities doing podcasts and putting their faces all on YouTube, you know, messing it up for the rest of us. <laughs> Better try to be popular. No, so when you take time out of your day to listen to me, I appreciate it very, very much. So thank you, guys. I appreciate it and all that good stuff. And I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I hope the weather, weather should be good wherever you live at by now, right? I mean, it's summer. So, yeah, I think um, out here in Southern California, I think it's going to be 85 degrees tomorrow. I think today was 89. So, yeah, we're getting up there in those digits. Just like Beyonce, we're getting up in those digits. (laughs) All right, you guys, I'm going to go care and have a good evening and I will see you next time. Take care. Bye.